This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. How important is it for Jaquan Brisker to be available for week one against them whack cheese heads? Hey, and then we dive into the mailbag. Y'all already know we're going to talk about it, plus more right out of there. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, y'all, welcome back to another episode of Chicago Bears Central on a Saturday. Y'all got the Cognac Boys. I'm Bobby. That's C-Dub. C-Dub, how you doing, my boy? Man, I feel great, man. You know, this is one of my favorite days. Let's get to it, man. We definitely going to get into it. But before we get into the mailbag, I got to ask you, how important is it for Jaquan Brisker to be available for week one against them cheese heads, bro? Um, I think it's... It's, it's slightly important, you know what I'm saying? He can, you know, as long as his injury ain't that major, but it's important. It, it just, just, just let's stop the BS. It's important because we want all, uh, this is an important game. Uh, not just for this season, for the, for the foreseeable future. This is the time to send a message and we need all our guns in the holster getting ready to fire. So, I know Wednesday is going to be the uh, deciding day for Jaquan Brisker. So let's just hope he's been eating his Wheaties, eating his Cheerios, and eating his fruits. Get your ass in shape and get ready to play. We need you, <laughs> big dog. We need you. Hey, J- <laughs> hey, real quick. It is, I think I, I, I agree with you. I think it's slightly important. I think the most important thing is don't rush him back for, for week one. It's 17 weeks within this season. A lot of football left after week one. You know what I'm saying? If he's not ready to go, don't force him out there just because we're going against high division rivals. Plus me personally, and y'all can call me a homer. Y'all can call me overconfident, but I think we got it in the bag either way it go. It don't matter. It'll just it'll, it it just look better when Briska hidden Christian Watson across the middle. It'll just look better when uh Jaquan Briska down in the box getting a tackle for loss on Aaron Jones. It'll just look better, but I still think that the Chicago Bears will be good. That might be me being a little bit overconfident, but what better way to bring on week one than to face them weak old cheese heads? We don't even like cheese curds in Chicago, bro. They don't even sell them. Hell no, they don't. For sure, they don't. <laughs> you right about that. <laughs> we don't even sell them. But y'all go ahead and let us know how y'all feeling about Jaquan Brisker and his uh you know crucial week coming up before the uh, game time. Right in the comment box below. And y'all already know Saturdays is definitely dedicated to y'all that call in and give y'all takes on everything. So we're going to go ahead and kick this off with the first voicemail. This voicemail is from Roy. Boy. Boy, oh, bro, Chicago Bears Century. What's up, C Dub, Bobby Hayes? This your boy, Roy. Boy, Rail Stop Bullies on the South Side. Real quick, I got cut off on the last one. That Stevenson boy, hey, he played good, he got good ball awareness, but they need to tone him down 
because he's going to cost us a lot of uh, penalties because he doesn't have a stop button on him. He needs to get disciplined. He, he needs a lot of discipline about himself. You know, he could be a hell of a corner. You know, he got skill, but he got to know how to turn the wagon down a little bit. I can definitely see him getting us into a lot of bullshit penalty calls uh, in important games. But I just want to throw that in there. Uh, Chicago up, bear down. All right. So that's for my guy Roy. He talked about Tyreek Stevenson, C-Dub. He did leave another voicemail, but that was three minutes. I think this was the uh, one of the takes that we would rather chime in on. So we went ahead and played this one, Roy. Uh, C-Dub, get your reaction, G. Hey, man, uh, that's a great thought, Roy. Absolutely. The uh, Bears need to reel in uh, Tyreek Stevenson. Uh, I would take this into question. He's a young man. His hormones are going crazy. He think he can goddamn it take over the world. How he feeling right now? He think he he think he's superhuman right now, but he's a rookie. He's gonna he he gonna get humbled. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna he gonna get coached up, but he just gonna have to see it. He gonna have to see failure. We're gonna see failure with Stevenson because he's he's a gambler. He's a fucking gambler. So he's gonna get hurt a couple times this season. Let's see how he learns from it, and I think he will because he has the talent and he has the great coaching behind. I think I feel like he has the great coaching behind it. But I wouldn't worry about him. He's just a young kid. He's just a young kid. I agree with all that said. And I think that um you definitely want to make sure that uh you want the energy and emotion to be present in the game. You never want to take that away from your team. But you want controlled emotions, controlled yeah. ferocity, controlled intensity. Because just like you pointed out, Roy, some of that stuff, if it goes overboard, you can go ahead and risk the game. Y'all, y'all remember that year? When the Cincinnati Bengals was beating up on the Steelers, and uh, I uh, can't remember his first name, but the linebacker Burfick, they, oh. they, 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 the the Bengals basically start filling themselves. Adam Pacman Jones, he getting personal fouls. Burfick, crazy hit on uh Antonio Brown, and they lost the playoff game. But I, I don't think that's gonna happen with Tariq Stevenson because of the hits principle. But I did say this, and then we gonna move on. Hey, Tyreek Stevenson, if you're going to get called for pass interference calls, holding calls, just take a page out of Bill Belichick's book. If the, if the team wearing white, wear white gloves. If the team wearing black, wear black gloves. If the team wearing red, wear red gloves. I don't care if it don't match the uniform. Make it work. <laughs> oh, bro, that sounds like a hit. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, thank you for supporting the channel, Roy. Thank you That's for supporting thought. the channel. That's a good hey, thought, Roy. Absolutely. But now we move on to the guy. We gave you a nickname. You embraced it. You said it fit right in. This Mr. 47. Oh, shout out to you, my guy. What up, man? Hey, shout out to you. Here's your voicemail, my guy. What's going on, y'all? Shout out to y'all real quick, man. Got to represent the Cognac Boys one time. Love the podcast, brother. Mr. 47. I'm out here in Chicago as we speak. What the fuck is Ryan Poe's on, bro? His ass tweaking right now. I just got wind that he just waved Terrell Lewis. Oh, yeah. Now, y'all know last week I called. I was on C-Dub ass because he was talking about Terrell Lewis could get waved. I didn't believe it. I thought we were going to keep at least him or Trevor. Ryan Poe's waved both these dudes. I don't know what to say. I'm lost for words. <laughs> I don't know what to say. What the fuck is Ryan Poe's on? This better be something big coming because Terrell Lewis was balling. I mean, balling. 
that's all I got to say. Chicago up, bear down. My feelings hurt right now, y'all. I don't, I don't really know what to say, man. Terrell Lewis was the best player in this preseason. It don't make no hmm. sense. But all right. All right, you heard Mr. 470 C-Dub. What's your initial reaction? Let's hear First out, 470, bro. I told your black ass, bro. I told you, bro. <laughs> And you told me I was tweaking in it, and I ain't gonna do that game. Terrell uh Smith, he definitely was balling out this preseason, and exactly he was one of the best players. But I think that uh Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus think that they can get what they got out of uh Lewis and better run run game defense. And who's this new guy that they got, nephew? Uh they got a new uh Kareem. Kareem. Khaled uh, Kareem. Yeah, Khaled Kareem. So they think they can get more out of this guy than uh Lewis. So I guess that's the way they're going. See, I told y'all it's possible, bro. He was flashing, but I don't know what to tell you. I told you, gang. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I mean, like we all know, man. And then it, it me personally, I didn't see it coming. But let's look at it from the bigger picture. You know, your starters is gonna be unique and walker on the edges. You got a feeling that the backup is going to be Dominique Robinson on one end and Rasheen Green on the other end. And then that would have left Terrell Lewis as the fifth defensive end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's still a little shaky. It's still a little shaky. So now you think about, hey, this guy is a solid pass rusher in Terrell Lewis. But damn, when we played, when we had joint practices against the Indianapolis Colts, we liked this kid, Khaled Kareem, who has a similar motor, maybe better, who can go ahead and uh, rush the passer, but who can also provide us with run defense if he's called into the game. And that's something that was lacking from Terrell Lewis. So when you go ahead and you say both can rush the passer, both got motors, but one got the uh, the rush defense, you go with the one that bring a little bit more, and it's unfortunate, bro. And yeah. And the numbers are similar too. What Terrell Lewis did, I'm just yeah. saying they 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 look similar. If you want to go ahead and check them out, but thank you for supporting the channel, Mr. Four Seven Zero. You know already oh, yeah, know, that's man. My guy. Once you lock in, you tuned in. We family forever. Let's go. Come on, bro. Shout out Four Seven Zero, bro. Facts. Now we move on to one of our frequent callers, man. He always coming in snapping. This my guy Fred. Y'all already know Fred. Fred don't Fred don't fuck around, y'all. He let y'all know how he feel. <laughs> So I got to let him speak his piece. Here it is. Hey, what up? Bobby Peter, what it do? Cognac boys, man. This your boy, Fred. Hey, I just want to know one thing. And, and I, I got to give it to him, though. Why the hell we got Nathan Peterman as our number two when we seen him as our number two last season and he was trash? If you ask me, that son of a bitch should have been on the practice squad because as long as he's been in the NFL, he's not even a decent backup. I rather would have had Tyson Bajan as the backup than Nathan Peterman bomb ass. And yes, I'm gonna have me a, a Kendall Vendor, a Vildor, and the Travis Gibson party, but ass gone. You know what I'm saying? Because they like they won't give that shit on the team, though. And I can't wait to jump the field, shut these goddamn haters up, because I'm tired of these haters keep talking shit about my man's JF1 and thinking he ain't the truth. And like I keep explaining and telling people, I'll say this man is a passer first. He was never a runner. He had to run because he had no damn receivers that can get open for one. He didn't have a line for two. 
this the same man who dethroned Clemson when he was at Ohio State from their dynasty run. So yeah. if this man threw six, six touchdown passes, what did that tell you? The man can throw. He just needs weapons in the line. And we got that for him. So I'm just looking forward for us to not put a Green Bay ass because especially them motherfuckers, man. I hate them with I hate them much as I hate the cowgirls. Because Jordan Love, you 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 getting a little praise that you doing good. It's preseason. Anybody can look good in fucking preseason. My grandma can look good in preseason, rest of soul. But when you when you get the real starters out there, we'll see how you do, Jordan Love. But yeah, man, like I'm just looking forward to the season, man. And I'm ready to get my cognac on my cigars as well, though, man. And on top of that, you know, people been you know, talking shit, especially the people like LaShawn McCoy. I hate that. I, I've never been a fan of him because, dude, you you talk shit like you, like you, you just this this cold running back. You was all right, but last time I checked, you rolled the pie to get those Super Bowl rings. You ain't put the work in, man. So mm. I can't wait to Justin Fields shut his big head ass up for sure. So, man, holla at me, man. Chicago up, bear down. Let's get it. We getting this win week one against the Green Bay Packers, bum ass. Shout out to Fred, always coming through with the heat. C-Dub, go ahead, bro, because uh, unless you want me to go LaShawn McCoy real quick. Uh, go on his ass. Yeah, I yeah. was just going to say, bro, look, LaShawn McCoy, his takes are terrible. That's just, that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, especially when I seen the the segment with him and James Jones, and they talked about arm talent between Jalen Hurst and Justin Fields. Jones, James Jones didn't say that Justin Fields is better than Jalen Hurst right now, but you never can argue the arm talent that Justin Fields have, and this man start going and veering off topic. But on to everything else you said, man. Look, I'm with it. I'm with all the smoke that these guys keep throwing at my team. It is what it is. I'm rocking with the Chicago Bears, and we already know what we about to do. We about to go ahead and make the uh, all this media outlet, man. They're going to keep on doing it until we prove them wrong, and that's yeah. just what it is in week one. I don't think the Bears, even if they win on week one, I don't think they're going to silence the haters. The, the Bears, did I say Bulls? The Bears, they got to go Bears. ahead and make sure that they go ahead and have a productive season and Justin Field takes the step forward, and that's how you silence the critics. But it's still going to be critics because that's, that's what Chicago brings, bro. We bring haters, bro. Yeah, bro. Hey, 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 look, man. The time for them talking and all that shit is almost over with. They can say whatever the fuck they want because the Bears got to play the Green Bay Packers on September 10th at 3 o'clock, bro. So all that talking don't mean shit. That ain't going to save Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. That ain't gonna say, save the defensive backs. That ain't gonna save the defensive lineman from the from the Green Bay Pack, the uh Green Bay Packers from the uh Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. So let them talk. They can keep talking. That shit is just keep keep talking. Who gives a damn? Now, when it comes to the uh the starting court, the second string quarterback, I think Tyson Bajan is the second second string quarterback. Nah, they didn't even want to name him that. They but they do got Nathan Peterman on the squad though. So yeah, he on the practice squad, huh? No, he's That's on what active I seen. roster. Active roster, gang. Really? Oh, this, oh, they don't don't fuck this up, Ryan Pose. This is a layup, gang. This is a layup. Tyson better than Nathan Peterman is a career practice third string. He a career practice squad third string quarterback, bro. He ain't getting no better since he been here with the Chicago. Did we see that last game? Nathan Peterman played last <laughs> season. The last game that was uh that was worse than PJ Walker game. 
it was worse than PJ Walker. So I think Tyson Tyson uh Bajer definitely got that second string. I wouldn't worry about it. Facts. And and fuck the haters. We don't care about haters. I just think I just think coming. they I just think they kept him around for the veteran leadership. It is what it is. Even though oh. he's not good on the field, you never know what his mind is like. You could you, you look at Dan Orlovsky when he talked. He talked like he knows some, but he was trashing with Detroit. That's it. What it is. How much do you listen to losers though? I mean, but you can't doubt a a, a, a man's mind, bro. Just because yeah, it's man. football is a team sport, bro. We what need everybody. Fuck? Okay, let me give you this. Nathan Peterman say, "Man, bend your knee." This is just this. Is he just, was ass. You know, I'm not saying hey, he was a good quarterback, but you don't know how. He- this is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Blech. And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. He speaks. You don't know his intellect. That's, that's the only point I'm saying. That's all, right. I, all I'm saying is, can you get better than the third string? Do you think he better than the third string quarterback? Bro, he's just a backup. Everybody can't be a starter in this league, bro. You can get better. You can get better. He can't get better. Why? <laughs> he can't get better. He why? ain't got it, bro. That's been determined already, bro. He ain't his, got it. Then why his bum ass on the team? Because you don't know what he brings to a locker room as far as veteran leadership. That's we paying point. niggas. We paying uh, players to talk in the locker room to. Yes. What? This the same way you pay the fifteen man on the bench in the NBA is the same man you pay the third third string quarterback with veteran leadership, possibly on the NFL team, bro. So you telling me this nigga is you, Donis Haslam? He, UD was trash his last three years. <laughs> what you mean? This is the same equivalent, bro. What the, bro? We could use that spot game. Man, we we gonna have to say this yeah, for another day, day cause I'm uh, tweaking, G. We gonna have to. Yeah. Y'all what just see. Fuck? You see what you just started, bro? You want to be a career <laughs> first screen game? What's wrong with that? He making a bro. He making over six figures. Give me that. I told you I go. I go get on a practice squad right now for that two hundred and twenty thousand. I bet you you will be better than him, Joe. You wouldn't. I bet past. you I still be on the practice squad. <laughs> <laughs> Man, let's get back on track and round this thing up, man. We just heard from Fred, man. Now we move on to our guy, Rory. Rory. We heard from Roy. Now we got to go to Rory. Here it is, my guy. Because he up tweaking. (laughs) Hey, he's my main man. What's up, bro? This is on your boy, Rory, man. Hey, man. um, Ain't heard from you in a while. Hey, hey. uh, I just want to start off by saying, man, dude, you are hell. Hilarious, dude. Man, dude, you be having my stomach hurting. The one with the one caller that called in and you said <laughs> he was flaring his words. He's like he's inebriated or he was like, you know, drunk or something. You know, he was high on something. But you said, <laughs> but you said, he sounded like he had uh, penises in his mouth, but you used the other word. <laughs> you told me to get the penis out of his mouth. Boy, you had me dying laughing. But anyway, though, hey, uh, you should be a comedian. Anyway, man, hey, what you think, um, who's more under pressure? Uh, it's going to be the season. I think it's going to be Luke Getty, um or Allen Williams. 
Um, I definitely think it's going to be a new guest because, you know, everybody's going to be looking at the offense. But you can't sit there and take the eye off of uh, Allen Williams either, man, because with all this defense that Pose and Cunningham has added onto this roster, man, um, dude, you got, hey, there's no excuses. You got some talent. So if Allen doesn't um, do well, because you think about it, this is Eva Sluice's defense. You know, this is his defensive scheme, you know, so that's his defense. But Allen Williams is calling the plays or whatever, but still Eva Flutes no defense. So you think that after this season, if the defense doesn't look good with all that talent, so you do you think they're going to get rid get rid of Allen and move on from him? Or do you think that, you know, you got to give it time and, you know, chemistry for them to know the uh, playbook better and just build chemistry with each other, with the team? So, I mean, that's one question. Also, um, do you think Justin Fields is going to um, – have that, that leap, you know what I'm saying, that breakout uh, season. I think so if everybody is healthy. That's, you know, that's the key point. You know what I'm saying? If everybody's healthy, I think he's able to have that breakout season that we all hoping for and that we're looking for. So that's, man, I really hope, you know, hope that he stays healthy all season that everybody stays healthy. You know, then we can see the full potential of this team if everybody's healthy because if everybody's not healthy, man, and we're lacking in a certain area and some some of our key players, out due to injuries, you know what I'm saying? We gonna you're gonna see the repercussions of it later on. You know what I'm saying? So it all I think it all depends on if everybody's healthy. So I'm pretty much answering my own, you know, question. But you know, I wanna hear what you know your point of view of it too. Um so man, um like I said man, um Hayes man, you um I also wanna know too, um what's you know what's your prediction on far as like um our record's gonna be? You know, how many wins you think we're going to have and how many losses you think we're going to have? You know what I'm saying? So let me know that, man. How let me. All right. Y'all heard from Rory. Well thought out take, brother. Appreciate you for short supporting the channel. We ain't haze, but you got the cognac boys who drink yak. It is oh, what it is. But to answer your questions real quick before C-Dub go, me personally, I think the more I think the, the, the guy under more pressure when it comes to coordinators is Allen Williams. First and foremost, your boss is a damn defensive, a defensive quote unquote guru who can go ahead and establish the his principle. So you as the defensive play caller, no excuses, bro. You got extra help in the room from your head coach, from your boss, the head coach. So more pressure for Allen Williams. And I think that you have more solidified players. On the defensive side, you got Eddie Jackson, you got Jaquan Brisker, you got Jalen Johnson, you got uh, Yannick, you got Demarcus Walker, you got Andrew Billings, you got two outstanding uh, linebackers. I just think that it's so much more on the defensive side, at least to start the season off before and easier than the offensive side. And then you talk about with Fields breakout, I think absolutely. I think my guy is definitely going to be going over 3,500 yards this season, and I definitely think that the Chicago Bears will win 10 games. C-Dub, go ahead, my guy. Uh, Good questions. You had some great questions on here, Rory. Uh, We're going to start with the first one. Uh, who's under more pressure, I'm going to have to say? Uh, Lou Gassi is under more pressure. I don't believe it's the defensive coordinator and Allen Williams because this is uh Matt Eberflus's baby. He will not let that uh defense shit on itself that's his that's his major per se that's his you know that's his go-to his defense uh justin when it comes to justin fields uh having a terrific year even if it's 
I think if he can he can even do with a couple injuries, I'm gonna knock on knock on wood because I think he got what's in his back pocket. Is he just gonna start taking off on people? If if it don't start looking right in the past game, he's gonna start taking off, and you know what happened last season. So I'm gonna say he's still gonna be successful uh, this season. And on a win total, I said 11, and I'm sticking with it. 11. Bet it up. Well, thanks for calling in, Rory. Make sure you go ahead and take a shot for the cognac boys, my guy. <laughs> now, last time, uh, Hayes and C Dub did a voicemail bag. I wasn't present because I was out traveling for work, and they and C Dub called Grego a mo because Grego said that the Packers might have a better team. Now, while I disagree. We got to let Grego come back and give his point of view. He called <laughs> oh, right bike. Oh, he called yeah. right bike. <laughs> oh, shit. He, he spent back. Hey, he spent <laughs> the block. So his C-Dub had some words. They cracked a the little jokes when, you know, said something for Grego. It was all fun. Grego already know we family. We're going to talk smack to each other. But we're going to allow Grego to come back on and uh, voice his opinion and let him know where he stands. Here's the voicemail from Grego, and then I got to let the people know something. Hey, what's up, fans? This is for um, Hayes with C-Dub. First of all, this is your boy Grego. First of all, let me just say this right off the bat. Fuck Green Bay. I must have misspoke when I was out, though, man. I was maybe delirious or whatever, but let me tell you like right here. Man, through and through forever, I'm going back. Vince Young, I'm sorry, not Vince, Vince Evans band, way back in the day. I'm probably dating myself how old I am. But also, so what I was talking about, I was basically speaking on the Packers O-line. It was arguably one of the better lines, which they've been for years, one of the better lines in the league. I'm just saying, and I'm talking about continuity. I'm not saying, and, and again, like I said, I'm a spoke. So I take that. I take all that. I take all that smoke y'all gave me. <laughs> I appreciate it. So y'all about to play me. Don't play me, man. Give me an opportunity. I appreciate that. And uh, see that y'all give me an opportunity to call in and be myself. Oh yeah. So don't get it twisted. Best fans ever. Fuck Green Bay. Now I ain't no damn op. Hell no. But. Again, being a true bear friend, man, and I believe in Justin Fields. And, and I'm telling you, I've said this before. I want to believe that uh, Luke Getty is is the answer. I just don't know, and uh, maybe I'm just skeptical because of what's always been transpired. But I, I I believe in Justin Fields so much that I know that, and I know that he's going to be linked to us. Uh, what Lugetti and whoever that quarterback coach is, how they break up along or what they do when they call the plays. Because at the end of the day, he is not calling his own plays. Yeah, they say he's he doing audibles and taking the plays in the line scrimmage and all that, but, you know, it's still on them to call the game. I mean, you guys have mentioned last year that he he could uh, drop a, a first drop like no other. And then after that, it's kind of like, what happened? So, you know, maybe I'm just skeptical for the sake of being skeptical, but I'm going to be a realist, too. I have a man, look, Justin Fields going to be the, the next iteration of somebody like uh, Patrick Mahomes. I've said it. I've been saying it. I've been telling people. And I'm telling you this because I'm a, a, a Michigan Wolverine fan talking about an Ohio State boy. I 
fucking hit Ohio State. But Justin Fields is the real deal. So I'm all about, but I also know that in a game of football, you know, in a fail, good players or players, no matter what, good, bad, or indifferent, go as far as the, the coaches, as the, uh, and the play caller. Go, Big Blue! They talking about Grego. See, the you heard my man. And then I got something to say. Go ahead. I got something hey, to say. Grego, I, I hear you, gang. Um, You definitely made up for it, bro. You know, we was just joking with you. You know, we heard from you a, a whole bunch of times before the last time you spit. But you was just sounding a little rocky. We just got a call out when you sound a little wacky. But you back on ship. You always been on ship. And I'm going to tell you like this, bro. Um, that when you talk about the, this, is the only thing I want to touch on, everything was, was pretty on point. I like that you uh, compared Justin Fields to Patrick Mahomes, but I don't want to get into that right now. I ain't going to get, I want to get into this with this offensive line of the Green Bay and everybody thinks it's such a great offensive line. It was a great offensive line because Aaron Rodgers got rid of the damn ball. He wasn't taking no sacks. He was taking no chances. And I think they overrated because he didn't give the, the people a chance to sack him. He was so great of a quarterback, and he got rid of the ball so fast that it made the, the, the Green Bay Packers uh, offensive line look that much better. Now, let's see how Jordan Love did. Does he get rid of the ball quick? Does he not make a mistake? We'll see. We'll see how good that offensive line is. But shout out to Greg. Oh, you know we fan. We know he was just joking and shit, though, gang. Hi. I don't know. One more thing. I don't know how the hell my nephew became a Michigan Wolverine fan game. Because Illinois suck. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't have a choice. <laughs> Illinois suck. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> they suck. <laughs> what you mean? Illinois, we stink. The best thing out of Illinois that I remember in my life of 28 years of living is Juice Williams. Wow. That's the only <laughs> name I can in my head. <laughs> And the and the young kid that just got drafted this past draft in uh Witherspoon. Yeah, the corner. That's it. <laughs> Other than that, no, sir. But Grego, before we get up out of here, I just want to say this. You would have never had that problem if you would have never said team. You should have said the Bears should be concerned about a few position groups. Oh, the offensive line is one of them for sure. I think that as of right now. Based off the film so far, without any games played, you get a nod to the Green Bay Packers. Without any games being played, you get a nod to the running back room over there. Without any games played, regular season games played, you get a nod over there. And then the interior D-line with Kenny Clark and the mother boys right there. That's it. But when you go ahead and match up on paper, I think you was wrong, my brother. Because when you look at secondary, that's Chicago Bears. When you look at linebacker, Chicago Bears. When you look at tight end group now, Chicago Bears. No question. When you look at wide receiver group now, Chicago Bears. No question. Like, I understand that's a few a few position groups that might have you like, hmm, for sure. And rightfully so. We, we you know, we we homers. But me, you I like to keep one. it a buck. You forgetting one. Quarterback. You talking about QB? I yeah. mean, that, bro, it's, it's no argument. You ain't, ain't got to say nothing. Yeah, it's no argument. <laughs> but that's all. And then you would have never caught no smoke, gang. Just break it down for us. Break it down. See, oh. Dub, you got anything else? Hey, man, shout out to all my people who be dropping mailbags. I love this, this, this fucking episode when we do this, bro. Y'all got so much personality, and y'all takes me off the hook, man. Shout out to Greg O. Shout out to Rory. Shout out to everybody who put it down today. Mr. 470 all 
all y'all, Joe. I'm waiting for the next one. I can't wait to the next one. Then that's what go. I want to hear. Damn, I, don't, I ain't finna say that. Go ahead, nephew. <laughs> Go. <laughs> it is what it is, man. But that's it for today's episode. Thank y'all for tuning in to Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you hit the like button. Subscribe here for all your latest Bears content from the number one spot for Chicago Bears content from fans. Oh, bro. And people that follow this and going to give y'all the live updates and going to keep it a buck. We're going to call Justin Fields a bad quarterback when he bad for that one game. We know oh, what he bro. can be, but if he bad, we're going to say he was bad. But if he good, we're going to say he good. We don't make no excuses for our guys. So make sure you hit the like button, subscribe right here, and tune in. If you want to be a part of an episode like this, call in. Or send a text message. Before we go, I got to give a shout out to my guy, James Foster, who called in and want to link up with the channel. Make sure you send us an email so we can go ahead and get the logistics situated. We always willing to show love to podcasts. You could just ask B. Mason them how oh, many bro. times we popped up and show love over there. But that's it from us today, man. And as we always in every episode now, Chicago and bear the fuck down. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.